my James Rowlands. And in 2015, I started the Double Nine Podcast with my friend, Dan White. And for nearly five years, we have brought you the very best of the network, but it's time for a change. Now we don't just confine ourselves to Vinnie Mac, bringing you AEW, Impact, NJPW, and all the latest from the British wrestling scene. But we will still bring you all our old favourites, including NXT Update and Superstar Profiles. But in recent times, everything has changed. And with the virus getting worse every day, people self-isolating, and it's tough. It's why in these troubling times, we must support each other and work to get through this. We thank the NHS and all the key workers who continue to fight. So tonight, with this possibly the last wrestling event for a while, we're going to go all out for WrestleMania 36. The, the WNR... Alive. So yes, hello, I am James Rowland, and as always I am joined by... Dan White. And it is the pre-show to WrestleMania 2. Uh, this is such a kind of weird feeling. Dan, are you, are you excited for tonight? I mean, it's, it's kind of weird. We had last night's WrestleMania and, and now we've got tonight. I mean, how are you feeling about this? Um, um, I don't know. I really don't know how to feel about this. It is an absolute crazy time, as we said. It's... Something that we've never experienced, and it's kind of like you know, with Vinnie Mac, the show must go on, but it seems like the show's going to have to stop for a little while. Honestly, that's the the scary thing about we're going to get all of it here tonight, and Dan can start us off with the intro. And what should be a glorious event, but feels all kinds of strange. This is the fifth WrestleMania we are watching live. Yeah, and we have a lot planned for tonight, including games, which are dead or alive, elephant or F one, guess the Mania main event. Twitter time. Listener's choice. Follow-out of the week. We've got news. We're going to have a mass debate. We're going to run through the cards. Schedule. And for the first time ever, highlights of light. But we start with shout-outs. And we start off with Ashka Pamwa saying the saddest part about WWE is reliance over people like Goldberg. Dan, what do you think of that? You tell them to go fuck themselves, are you? (laughs) Pretty much, yes. Um... You know, it's not reliance over people like Goldberg. It's having a familiar name, having someone that you know is a monster. You go back and watch Goldberg 20 years ago and you see the absolute monster that he is or he was. You know, it's kind of, it's someone that you can rely on to be someone that can come in. You know, it's, it happened last year when he, or the other year when he smashed Goldberg, uh, when he smashed Brock Lesnar, beat Kevin Owens in quick time. You know, it's someone that you know is going to come in, get the job done. He's not going to have a long match. Yes, he may have a fuck-up match like against Undertaker, but he can redeem himself from that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, I can understand where WWE's the last superstars who maybe are past it now. I mean, look at the past couple of years. You know, they brought back Batista and the fans completely rejected him. Of course, Goldberg being returned, Sting, part of that as well. And of course, let's not forget even about Edge. Edge is a guy who we thought was a tired... Did WWE have to keep doing that because they're not building stars for the future as as a point now? I mean, that could maybe be a bigger picture. It could be indeed. It is It is good for the nostalgia trip. You know, it's, it's something that WWE are going to continue to do 
as and when the superstars are fit and able to do so. You know, they're not going to be wrestling week in and week out on Raw. You know, you know that they kind of haven't got that left in them. But, you know, it is something that they could bring out on special occasions. Yeah, so we move on to the next shout-out. Julianne Hester says, I appreciate that wrestling is trying hard to entertain us. It just... It is just so strange with no crowds, missing atmosphere, but I do appreciate them trying. I think we all appreciate them trying, don't we, really? I mean, that's the kind of thing. But this is the kind of question we're going to ask later on the Masturbate, is should this event you know, even be happening right now? Uh, what are your thoughts on no crowds at this moment in time? Um, I think it is weird. It is. But then you kind of hear... You know, especially with the Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins match, it is you can hear them talking to each other, you can hear them thingies, but then on the flip side of that, you got them, you know, you can hear them calling audibles as well. You know, you can hear them telling the referee what move they're going to do next and and things like that. It is it is strange, but you know, we do need something to keep us going through this time because if you switch on your telly to in England BBC One, COVID nineteen news all throughout. You know, it is good taking away from Brexit, but. You know, not replacing another fucking thing with something even worse than that. Yeah. No, I would have to completely agree with you. It, I mean, like I said, we have to make do. Yes, it is strange, but it would just depend how long they can go on, you know, whether it's best to show clips and stuff like this as well. And, then, you know, you've got the likes of EastEnders and Hollyoaks and, you know, other soap operas that are kind of where they film their things, you know, months in advance. They kind of, they're showing one or two episodes a week mm. so they don't use all that they've got. You know, in Hollyoaks, they're showing classic episodes, and I don't know what Emmerdale Farm and Coronation Street are doing. But uh, no, I, yeah, but this is the thing, and this is probably what we're going to see as well. Seeing all sports and kind of wrestling being the last one. Well, did you watch the Grand National yesterday? No, <laughs> what the virtual? The one? virtual Grand National. I mean, it was only on for half an hour, and you know, I do appreciate something trying, and you know, all proceeds to the betting for the actual virtual Grand National was going to the NHS Trust. Absolutely love that. But, you know, they kind of had an old classic, like all the winners from past years. They had Red Rum, Tiger oh, Roll, um, a, a few other, like, you know, great horse runners from the years. And Red Rum won it. Oh, did they really? Red Rum won the classic race and they had the actual Grand National with, like, all 40 horses, kind of, that was meant to be running. And, like, you know... it. It took away from the fun of it, but it's, it's kind of, you know, it was still something to watch and to cheer along with. It was good. No, it was good, yeah. And the thing is, when they went to award Red Rum, it disappeared. Uh, so, you know, this is the thing that people are doing now. Like, the old classes, on Match of the Day, they were, they were showing clips of kind of old Matt now. And, well. and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway, yeah, exactly. they was kind of doing it from each in their own home, had a split screen. This is what, what we might be doing on the podcast soon. Yes. Um... And, you know, those kind of showing classic clips and kind of like the end of the show show things. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I, don't want to, I don't want to appear behind the curtain, but lucky, we're lucky that we've, we the way we record it and planned it in advance anyway. So before all these kind of restrictions and everything like that was in place, this is kind of how we've kind of got around it. Uh, we move on to the next shout out, the Golden Warrior. I like the 16 match idea. Eight each night is a fair thing. We won't burn out in one night. We still have something to wait for the next day. When it's all said and done, we get two days of good matches. As long as they can produce good matches. We've been recorded, they have a potential to make eight total amazing matches. The other eight just have to be decent. <laughs> that is, yeah. You know, that is something that you can definitely go along with. Yeah. The fact that it is pre-recorded, it kind of takes away from the spectacle of it because, you know... These tuned athletes, they should be producing amazing matches anyway. Um, and, you know, it shouldn't 
need to be, but I think in these kind of days and times, you know, especially with the circumstances, it is good. But the good matches we've seen haven't been amazing show-stopping yeah. matches. Yeah, I would have to agree with you with that. Uh, this is the thing, because... You know, this is not a new idea. That's why Wrestle Kingdom, weirdly enough, which we follow, we watched at the start, over two nights as well. So this is kind of maybe the way they're going to do it. Uh, we've talked about it in the past, whether it would be a good thing or not. Uh, and I think with a three-hour show like it was, and of course we're going to be speaking about WrestleMania Part 1 later on in the show, uh, I think it kind of worked out quite well. Uh, on to the next shout-out, Rudy Mental, like your name. I really want Brian, Zane, Gulak, Cesaro and Nakamura to form a super stable. Oh, so, I mean, that would be quite interesting. Uh, I mean, there's no doubt they're great talents. Do you think that could happen potentially down the line? Zane brainwashing them or something? Uh, Zane brainwashing. Uh, Zane washing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, I think it could be absolutely brilliant. You know, um, someone, you know, especially with these five immensely talented wrestlers as well you know it's not just one talent you know with a couple of hangers on all five of these have talent coming out yeah. the wazoo i think with that i think with brian being able to you know even be the backstage guy of saying look this is the kind of direction we want to go kind of help him out indeed and especially with brian you know it's if rumors are to go by he wants to kind of take a step back you know so having a stable around him would be good because you can say look i want to fight brian well you know you have to go through zane you have to go through gulak cesaro nakamura first then you can get to me yeah is there enough stables do you think in wwe i mean i know we got a point but when you think about it, there's not been the kind of a couple of stables at a time there's never been like gang warfare has there, well we you know? haven't seen like a stable like they should be, you know, like the Wyatt family. You know, we've seen, like, uh, Seth Rollins, but they're kind of like hanger-ons as opposed to a stable. We haven't really seen anything good. They're all individuals of instead of, yeah. like, a group, aren't they? You know, yeah, even like, you know, like... you've got the New Day, which are a stable, but they're more of a freeway tag team, as Exactly. So, I mean, this is the thing, but I think it would be a great idea. Nick Chill said, Goldberg won't be able to lift Braun for the jackhammer. He couldn't even lift Bray properly. He didn't even attempt it last night uh, but no. we <laughs> so that answers that one yeah uh, pretty much I, I think you know Goldberg in the day he managed to lift a giant for a jackhammer bang on you know he could lift people and hold them up there for an hour if he wanted to yeah uh, I think Goldberg's slightly too past it to be able to lift Braun and do it so that I think that's why they kind of went for the ending hence why you know they probably if Goldberg was to be the victor it would have been five or six spears yeah. then the free count uh, Logan Buzzard said, Prediction, The Fiend beats John Cena the first night and takes his head to make a new lantern. Second night, The Fiend attacks Braun Strowman before the title match, which will be announced on SmackDown tonight and proceeds to take back his Universal Championship from Goldberg since the cycle of hurt and pain might be lifted from beating Johnny Boy. Sets up for The Fiend versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Well, Logan Buzzard, your prediction... <laughs> They do try that. Like I say, I don't mind people, you know, sending us predictions or, you know, stuff like that. My prediction for this match, in as though we're doing predictions, it's a prediction thing now. It is going to be Bray beats John Cena, sends him back to his fagonomics gimmick. <laughs> he comes out, chain gang style, throwback jerseys, the lot. Well, Boom. you know, like I say, it's, it's going to be uh, very interesting what happens. I mean, Sandy Collins says, I missed a day seven. Really well-built WrestleMania matches on the card. Now we've got 16 matches. Only one or two actually have a good storyline. It's difficult to care. That is true. To get emotionally invested, I think, is very important. That is true. And I think what happens with NXT TakeOvers kind of highlights that as well. 
I would rather have seven matches. You know, you can have one or two with the quick victories for the Brock Lesnar's, for the Goldbergs, you know, spear, jackhammer, job done. But the other five, I'd like to see a good lengthy match of a slow burn, personal feud, you know, being built up through the year, you know. Well, going back to SummerSlam, this happened between these yeah, two wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. They had a match at Survivor Series. This wrestler came off victorious. Wrestler B wants to get, you know, his chance at redemption to kind of end it once and for all. Yeah, I think that's what the interesting thing is, is that it's it's quality over quantity sometimes, isn't it? And I think that's what we see. I do think there are a few WrestleMania matches that actually have been uh, or are worth. I think Otis and Ziggler is a match that I'm quite interested to see. Of course, Edge and Orton, uh, McIntyre, Lesnar. Uh, I think uh, the Fatal Five would be good. Fatal Five, you know, I think there've been certain ways that they've built it up that are, are, do work. So you know, it all depends really on you know how it plays out, how many, how much time is given as well. Um, up to Michael Metzger. For the Dolph Mandy storyline, I don't think Mandy needs to go hill. The text was sent by her tag partner in with Dolph because she doesn't think Otis is good enough for Mandy. So they need to put, so they need to out her tag partner as the villain. Then it's up to WWE Creative to decide whether they're going to split up Fire and Desire over this or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the interesting thing is, is we saw on SmackDown the mysterious person behind it. Is GTV back? Maybe not. But we definitely saw someone pulling the strings. Who is it? Let's just hope it's not Mike Kanellis. Um, that would be an interesting thing to see what happens. I think a lot of Fire and Desire in this feud, actually. And I think Ziggler's kind of brought that out of him as well. I think it's one of the matches, like I said, I'm more interested in seeing. Yeah, it should be, you know, it, at least it's got a storyline to it. It's got some build-up to it. You know, you kind of know what's going on. Otis has been kind of pining for Mandy for such a long time now. I think he turned her atten- his attentions to her from Alexa Bliss uh, after a bit. But, yeah, you know, I think it's absolutely great. Yeah, I think without a doubt. Well, we'll have more shout-outs in anyway when we have our Twitter time. But we move on to News! News! Mr. McMahon was reportedly alone in wanting WrestleMania to proceed. Yeah, he was the only person in the company who wanted to hold WrestleMania 36 on its scheduled date, despite the coronavirus pandemic. According to PW Insider, wrestlers and behind-the-scenes workers were against the idea, but the show went on due to McMahon's desire for it to happen. The COVID-19 outbreak forced W to move WrestleMania from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, to the W Performance Center in Orlando, Florida, with no fans in attendance. In addition to keeping the show on April 5th, they made WrestleMania into a two-night event for the first time ever, as night one was last night. Well, WWE was left with limited options because of the coronavirus, and rather than cancelling or postponing, the decision was made to hold the show as scheduled under much different circumstances than expected. Since WWE already had its storylines in place, it would have been difficult to halt them or stretch them out. Also, since there's no telling when mass gatherings would be allowed again in the United States, it would have been difficult to reschedule WrestleMania for a different date. The COVID-19 pandemic has resulted in some major changes. Major changes. To the WrestleMania card, including Roman Reigns pulling himself from his scheduled Universal Championship match against Goldberg, per sources. Yeah, Reigns reportedly didn't want to put himself at risk since he has been compromised with the immune system because of previous treatment for leukaemia. Between that and the other potential changes, WWE has been left scrambling to put WrestleMania together. But all signs point towards the show being ready to air on WWE Network April the 4th, and April 5th. Yeah, but lots of wrestlers have been dropping out. The Miz reportedly no longer part of WrestleMania. Yeah, SmackDown Tag Team Champion. The Miz will reportedly not compete at WrestleMania 36. He showed up at the tapings at the performance set out uh, the week with illness. 
and that the Usos weren't happy about it, Liverpool forcibly led to Reigns' decision to pull himself from a scheduled match. On Friday's Sp- SmackDown, the Usos were scheduled to face New Day, with the winners going to challenge The Miz and John Morrison for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Well, if The Miz is not part of the WrestleMania 36 card, it was mark his first absence for the WrestleMania card since WrestleMania 23 in 2007, although he was outside the ring as part of a lumberjack match on the show. While The Miz's absence would possibly leave a hole on the WrestleMania card and possibility of Miz and Morrison versus The Usos versus New Day not happening may be somewhat disappointed to fans, but rest assured, they did have that match. Well, Quarter reportedly kept Lashley from building WrestleMania match as well. Well, Lashley was reportedly not able to participate in the build to his WrestleMania match against Ali B because of the concerns regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. He was supposed to appear on the March 16th for all to start the build, but he'd been in Sefifika for promotional work one week earlier, so the decision was made for him to self-quarantine due to the risk involved with international travel currently. Well, Black versus Lashley was announced for WrestleMania prior to this week's episode of Raw, and Black won a squash match while the match was mentioned here on the show. Well, despite the lack of build, it was reported that Black v Lashley was indeed taped as part of the WrestleMania tapings. Well, WWE has push, pushed Black hard over the past few months on Raw, and it seems likely that Lashley match is meant to get him over, or even more, as a rising star. Well, he's, Lashley has a great deal of value in his own right, though, and a strong performance against Black could be good for his stock, even if he doesn't win. US champion Andrade has reportedly been pulled from the WrestleMania 36 card and will not partake in his scheduled Raw Tag Team Championship match. Say Andrade is not medically cleared to compete after suffering a rib injury on Monday's Raw. It was announced earlier this week that Andrade would team with Angel Garza against Raw Tag Team Champions of Street Profits at WrestleMania. Well, WWE Executive Triple H spoke with ESPN on Wednesday and discussed why WWE decided to go through with WrestleMania 36. Like we know, it was moved from uh, Tampa, Florida to the Performance Center, and this is what Triple H said. I think postponing is obviously considered, but we feel like it's an obligation for us. Our fans have been there for us years and years and years, and we want to be there for them in this time where everybody is just doing the best to get through this. Stuck home and the world needs entertainment right now. We feel it's an obligation to give them that. Well, whether it's exactly what we'd like it to be or would like it to be, it probably won't be, but the version of that will make it the spectacle that it needs to be and then we can do our best of our ability and we'll give the fans something to be entertained by. Sometimes people get very caught up in what we do, the arguments of what's happening and why it should stun or not. But at the end of the day, if you don't take it too seriously and you enjoy WF what it is, an entertainment source, that hopefully we can do what the intent is and put the smile on your face. If you forget all that and put it aside and just sit in front of your set, just be entertained by what we do, then we've succeeded. Well, sources have reported that Ronda Rousey is nearing a deal with WWE that would see her return to the company sooner rather than later. Yeah, Ronda Rousey was one of the company's few legitimate crossover stars who could bring her eyes up. Like Brock Lesnar, history is a bona fide box office trash and the UFC made her a valuable asset in WWE. While it seems unlikely she would negotiate a contract that has her working quite as much as the last one, her return will be welcome for company, always seeking star power. Well, to the fact that Rousey has unfinished business with Becky Lynch, who was the only woman to beat her during her WWE run, and you have even more reason for company to welcome back Rowdy with open arms. Despite all the criticism fans lev- levied at Ro- Rousey, apparent that she loved wrestling. She took it too seriously, and she approached it from a position of respect. Her return should be anticipated by fans who have all too often seen athletes from other arenas come in and fail to show sports entertainment that same respect. Well, Kari Sane was unavailable for recent WWE tapings because she was in Japan celebrating her marriage. This will be Oski Oscar carried the promotion of the Kabuki Warriors Tag Team 
Total defence against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross over the past month. Sane did, however, make it back in time to work her scheduled match at WrestleMania. And I'll tell you what was a shame about Kyrie Sane as well, not having used that pirate ship. There's a pirate ship in the Raymond James Stadium, and she would have been perfect for that pirate princess. Let's just hope she'll get another chance. But the big question is, is WWE going to take a break? Well, WrestleVotes reported rumours around the PC last week were that if the state of Florida issued a stay-at-home order, which happened today, WWE would reconsider Toastmania. Furthermore, the Raw after is shot. I've been told if they are pausing for a while, some footage shot won't be aired. Or should WWE decide to take a break, it would be a monumental moment in the sports entertainment industry. Well, to this point, CEO Vince McMahon has been almost defiant in the face of the pandemic, running shows with a skeleton crew just to get to WrestleMania. There are arguments both for and against, far more against, holding the biggest event of the year, but deciding to shut things down in its aftermath essentially prohibits the company from building on any creative momentum that comes from the show. Well, which raises the questions fans have been asked for weeks. Why not just postpone WrestleMania until after the pandemic settles down? That the company might not air footage it has already filmed suggests a creative refresh would be in store. If there is such a thing as positive in this situation, situation, it may be that. Well, WWE been plowing ahead with empty arena shows as well as WrestleMania 36 during the pandemic, and it resulted in a situation, situation that appears at least somewhat chaotic with stars like Roman Reigns pulling out the big event. Some fans have criticised WWE for not shutting down completely in order to serve the best interest of the wider public health, while others are happy to have some pro wrestling entertainment to watch. While stuck at home, social distance. Sports Illustrated asked Stephanie McMahon to talk about the decision to run WrestleMania, as well as what safety measures are being practiced during this pandemic. She responded with the following quotes. She said the performance centre itself is a closed set. We're shooting in waves. No one person, regardless of who they are, is allowed to enter if they have a temperature of over 100.4 or if they've been out of the country or been in touch with someone who's been out of the country. We also do pandemic level cleaning, which includes fogging and ultraviolet light in a facility every single night. That could be overkill, quite frankly, but we really are trying to put the best safety practices that we possibly can given the circumstances. These are some of the measures we are taking and it is as comprehensive as can be. Yeah, the reason we're not using ultraviolet light is because Dan would never come here ever again. It would look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Well, she goes on to explain that every crew member and wrestler is there voluntarily and WWE fully supports and respects anybody's decision to stay home right now. McMahon then echoed Triple H's talking point about putting smiles on people's faces as well as positioning WWE's product as something akin to an essential business. Well, we consider it a privilege and in some regards a responsibility to be able to provide this entertainment value for our fans. There are plenty of rumours swirling around about very late changes coming to the WrestleMania card and that Stephanie didn't offer too many details about that situation. Situation. Well, those are questions you're going to have to wait and see how we handle creatively. Whether or not you agree with WWE's decision to move ahead with these events, it cannot be denied that the absolute safest way to proceed right now would be to shut everything non-essential down. The whole point of the stay-at-home orders being issued around the world that COVID-19 can be easily spread by people without visible symptoms. And it's already so widespread that the healthcare infrastructure cannot handle the load unless strong mitigation measures are immediately enacted by as many people as possible. That includes pro wrestlers. Also, it's no more of a responsibility for WWE to put on the WrestleMania than it is for the Major League Baseball season to stick to its original schedule of games. So the talking point could be thrown right out of the window. Well, WWE has chosen a path they believe allows them to continue operations in a manner that is safe enough. 
Do you agree with their decision making? Do I agree with their decision making? I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because at this moment in time, my only thing is, is that social distancing and skeleton crew, but these are guys who are actually handling each other. Do you know what I mean? And especially when at the time it says, please do not touch each other. I feel that is kind of really strange. And I think with the amount of stuff in WWE's library, they could put on a show that wouldn't, uh, you know, affect it. And even for storyline, I think everybody, whatever cunt would complain after, you know, they cut back after whatever time it was and go, well, I've been waiting six months for this, whatever. Well, we know what's happened. Do you know what I mean? Everybody knows the world is on pause right now. And maybe WWE should as well. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, if football's not running, you know, every other sport, and, you know, this WWE likes to class himself as sports entertainment, you know, it's an unnecessary risk that people are taking. I think without a shadow of a doubt. All right, so the whole point why we're here as well is trying to, you know, trying to just spread some light, basically, trying to give you a little bit of fun for however long it is, you know, just to make you forget about everything. So we are going to play a few games and uh, I'm going to dust a couple off now because there's one game that we're not playing in a very long time, which was one of my old favourites and I completely forgot about. It's the game Dan Plays, uh, and it is called Dead or, or Alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should have really practised that before we went live. But well, hey. you know, I was just throwing it out there. Yeah, that's no, fine. Dead or, or Alive. alive. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Go on, James. Well, okay, go on. So it's Dead or Alive. And we're going to play it. And basically, it's two wrestlers. Um, but basically, one of them's dead and one of them's alive. Very simple premise. Don't worry. None in recent times, hopefully. Uh, and, you know, there might be... We're going to give three. Three uh, sets of wrestlers. And Dan has to get them right. And if he gets them all right, bonus point. No, I'm joking. No bonus point on the line. No, you said it now. No. Everyone right. at home heard. So the first one, Mr. Wonderful or Mr. Perfect? I know this one for a fact is Mr. Perfect. I'm not even going to dilly-dally about. I'm not even going to... Fanny about it is oh. Mr. Perfect. Oh, so you're confident, are you? I am confident that Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, is dead. Okay, can you tell me a year he died? To say 2002? Yeah, I'll say about that. I don't think it was, but hey, we're both guessing here at this moment in time. Uh, <laughs> it's Mr. Wonderful who's still alive. You are right, Dan, you get a point. Up next, though, uh, Gerald Briscoe or Jack Briscoe? Oh. Is Gerald Briscoe one of the Three Stooges? Yes. Right. So, or something would have been... When's the last time you saw him, like? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No, you fucking... Well, when's the last time you saw Vince McMahon on our screen? How do you know he ain't dead? How do you know he ain't there's some fucking uh, um, weekend at Vince's? (laughs) Yeah, Pat Patterson pulling the strings. (laughs) And doing other things. Well, Pat Patterson's definitely alive, then. Yeah, Pat Patterson's alive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to take a punt and say Jack Briscoe is dead. Gerald Briscoe is alive. Well, Dan, I've got to tell you, Gerald Briscoe is still alive. Yes, Jack Briscoe, he's dead, as they say in Scotland. Um, do you know what they call boots in Scotland? Boots. Boots. Oh, yeah. Thanks for stealing my joke. Yeah, no problems. Right, so, last one then. You've got two out of two. Terry Funk or Dory Funk Jr.? I was going to say, is that Dory Funk Sr. <laughs> or Jr.? Dory Funk died about 50 years ago, so... Um... Again, I'm sure I would have been notified in some way, shape or form if Chainsaw Charlie was dead. So I'm going to have to say Dory Funk Jr. is along with his senior Dory Funk in being deed. Just when you think you know the answers, 
I change the questions. They're both alive. They're both alive. <laughs> yeah. I knew I'd get you with that one. And I love you. And then super kick to the face. <laughs> yes, that is dead or alive. So, yeah. Right. Okay. So, we've got a few other games that we play. Uh, and, of course, this one I thought was good because... I like to think I'm a bit of a know-it-all when it comes to professional wrestling. You think you're a bit of a know-it-all. But we're going to need um, each other's help here. So basically what we're going to do, we're going to get Wikipedia up on the phone. And Dan's going to be checking Wikipedia to guess the Mania main event. Which, again, people listening go, well, that's pretty easy over 36 Manias listing every single Mania main event. I'm going to try and list the locations that the Manias were in. So Dan, you're there to check because obviously in the Wikipedia page, WrestleMania 1... It will come up where it's held, and then you'll have to go down and press matches to then check the matches. Okay. I should be all right telling you what main events are correct, but again, if you want to adjudicate that yourself, that's fine, you know? Right, okay. So, Second fourth, a bit like tennis, all right? So we're going to start off with WrestleMania 1. Are you going to tell me the main event? I'll tell you location next WrestleMania. All right, so WrestleMania 1, it would have been Hulk Hogan. Yeah. His opponent. <laughs> oh, that's not a good start, is it? No. Oh, come on, that's not a good start. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Hulk Hogan teamed with someone. The very first WrestleMania main event, who did he team with? And to travel. Mr. T oh, against Rowdy Piper. <laughs> yeah. And Paul He's not... Mr. Wonderful. Yes, yes, yeah. there we go. All right, there we go. And it was held, of course, in Madison Square Garden. I think that was a pretty easy one to start with. Okay, so WrestleMania 2 two. was held in three locations. It was held in New York, it was held in Chicago, and it was held in Los Angeles. What was the main event in either three cities? Um, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Versus... He faced someone in a steel cage in the main event of Los Angeles. Who the following year was wrestling one of our favourite matches in WrestleMania 3 with two other little fellas. <sighs> Um, Hulk Hogan versus someone. someone. All right, no. All right, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. All right, so let's forget about that one. All right, what type of people do I hate in wrestling? Short people. No, not short people, like like Mojo. Females. Mojo. I'll hype people. All right, so Mojo, Gronk. Yeah, he's a footballer, professional footballer. All right, so if they're all in the ring at the same time. Royal Rumble, Battle Royal. Battle Royal, so American football, Battle Royal, wouldn't it? It would, yes. Right, so there you go. So that was one of the main events for WrestleMania 2. Right, hopefully it gets a little bit easier for me, <laughs> but we will check. WrestleMania 3, what was the main event? We've seen this main it event. It was Hogan versus... <laughs> um, Come on, WrestleMania 3! Hogan versus... Roger um, Slaughter, S. Laughter. No, 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 that's, no. WrestleMania 3, who's the biggest guy ever? Warrior. No. Uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> Andre Giant, right. Remember that one, right. WrestleMania 3 was held in Michigan. But it was Detroit. No. Where was it held? It wasn't the Superdome. Silverdome. It was the Pontiac Silverdome in Pontiac, Michigan. Michigan. Oh, so it was held in Michigan then. At least I got that right. That's fine. All right. Oh, I'll tell you what. We'll do it together if you get cool. All right. So WrestleMania 4. Hogan. Hogan. No, it wasn't Hogan. No, WrestleMania 4 wasn't Hogan. Warrior. Macho no, Man. Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Ted DiBiase fully in the final of the uh, WF title tournament. Andre and Hogan had had a match early in the night. Gone. That was in Trump Plaza. 
Number five was in Trump Plaza as well, if that's help. Atlantic City, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> five was exactly the same place, and the main event was at... The Mega Powers. The Mega Powers <clears throat> explode, course Hulk Hogan, and Match Man Randy Savage. Yeah, All right, WrestleMania 6, what's the main event? Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Versus Warrior? Yes, it was. That was in Toronto, Canada. WrestleMania 7, we just watched it. WrestleMania, Hogan versus S. Laughter. Yeah, that's it. And that was held in Los Angeles. Meant to be held in the Coliseum, was moved. Uh, WrestleMania 8 in Minneapolis. I can never say that right. Minnesota. Minneapolis, Minnesota. I can never say that right. Um, WrestleMania 8 was... Um, it should have been Hogan versus Flair, but due to politics and apparently them not really working well together, it was changed to a double main event. And it was um, Sid Vicious versus Hogan in one match. And then the other one? Flair? Yeah. Versus Piper? Savage? Yeah, Savage, yeah. <laughs> Savage versus Flair. I think Piper faced Bret Hart in that WrestleMania as well, which was really, really good WrestleMania. All right, Dad, WrestleMania 9, give me both. It was Bret Hart versus Yokozuna, <laughs> but then Hogan came down, won the title, smashed it, and it was at uh, the Coliseum in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, yeah. WrestleMania 10 was Madison Square Garden, and the main event of that? Was WrestleMania an event the year before? Uh, Hogan. <laughs> oh, the year before? It, well, the year, what, WrestleMania 8? No, WrestleMania 9. What was the main event for WrestleMania 10? Oh, Yokozuna versus Brett. <laughs> yeah, also it started <laughs> off Owen and Brett in that. And of course, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon. WrestleMania 11, I think that's Connecticut. I think mean, it was the home state, not Stanford, but near there. Was it Connecticut? Hartford Civic Centre in Hartford, Connecticut. Connecticut. And WrestleMania 11 main event was LT versus Bigelow. You would never. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. WrestleMania, WrestleMania 12. Um, this is all I can see at the moment. Oh, Do you want to do the... Oh, uh, San, San Diego, California? Anaheim. Anaheim, California. Arrowhead Pond in the 90s. Shawn Michaels, Brett? Yep, Shawn Michaels and Brett Iron Man match. Yeah. All I can see, Mania <laughs> thingy, there was Diesel, Undertaker, Razor, Shawn Michaels and Brett. All right, WrestleMania 13 was in Chicago. Is that Stone Cold? Stone Cold. Brett? Brett. That wasn't the main event, though. The main event was Psycho Sid versus Undertaker. The Undertaker, yeah, for the WWF title. And it was? So, that's 97. And then 98. 97. Chicago. Oh, yeah, right. the Chicago Street Fight. Um, LOD and Amber Johnson versus Nation. Uh, WrestleMania 14, Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. Right here. Austin, yeah. WrestleMania 15. Uh, Philadelphia? Philly! Philly! Uh, WrestleMania 15, Rock. Austin won my very first WrestleMania. Yes. WrestleMania 16, Anaheim Pond again. Or it's WrestleMania 2000. Yeah, and main event of that, Dan? Big Show. Versus? Mankind. Versus? Rock. Versus? Austin. No! Undertaker. Don't play the game. Triple H. Yeah. Uh, man in every corner. Oh, yeah. Oh, WrestleMania yeah. 16. WrestleMania 17, Dan. Both places, please. <clears throat> Both places? Yeah. No, 17, yeah. Main event and where it was held. Oh, I've just seen it. Rock and Austin. Yeah. <laughs> Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. 18, Toronto, Canada. The main event <laughs> should have been Rock versus Hogan. Is that the DX NWO one? Oh, NWO, yeah. 2002. Yeah. So it's NWO 
So um, the main event should have been Hogan versus Rock, but instead it was for the Undisputed title. Jericho. Jericho versus, versus Triple H. Triple H, yeah. 18. 19. Um, is it Safeco Field? Uh, yes. Is it Safeco? Yeah. Oh, the fuck? I love WrestleMania 19. That was when uh, Brock Lesnar tried to kill himself. Oh, what, the uh, shooting star against Kurt Angle? Yeah, that was, so, the, main, that was the main event. That was in 2003. Yeah. Was that the main event? Yeah, that was the main event, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. And 2004, the following year, main event. Um, that would be... Oh. Where it all begins. Again. Again. Before, um, I've, I had this on DVD. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it five million <laughs> times. Um, <laughs> Jack and Joey oh, Briscoe Jerry on telly. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it Eddie or Benoit Triple yeah, H, Triple H and... and Batista no Orton no sure Michaels, Michaels. that's a bit out of misery uh, new uh, Madison Square Garden the game of 20 21 uh, WrestleMania goes Hollywood that was in Los Angeles of course and yes. the main event was Dan again it's one I've seen it's ruthless times. aggression era what John could... Cena yeah versus someone JBL for the WWE title but the main event was Triple H versus Batista right okay the world title WrestleMania 22 was in Chicago again and John Cena John Cena versus, versus Booker T Triple H Triple H why is he bulldogging Booker T on the front <laughs> right next WrestleMania WrestleMania 23 23 I've seen this one it is uh, John Cena versus Shawn Michaels yeah and this is Detroit again isn't it the, oh Michigan sorry the yeah place. hair versus hair match yeah 24. This one. Yeah, what we've got on the background. Um, <laughs> triple threat match. Yeah, triple threat match involved. Triple H. That's not the main event. Oh, no, is it uh, Undertaker versus Edge? Undertaker Edge is the main event. That's in Orlando, Florida. WrestleMania 25, Houston, Texas. It's the most boring main event of all time. Should have been Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. It was actually Randy Orton versus... So the very only main event at Randy Orton. Uh, WrestleMania 26, Phoenix. Yes. Phoenix, Arizona. And main event was John's. No, it wasn't. Was Untaker Michaels the main event it should have been? 26, yeah. WrestleMania 27? Um, 27, where was it? Atlanta, Georgia. It was indeed, yes. Um, the Rock's hosting. Rock's hosting. He cost the guy in the main event. John Cena. Yeah. Against. A man who cashed in against Randy Orton. The Miz. Yeah. <laughs> See, around your knowledge is going to get you through. It is. Right, what's the next WrestleMania? 28. WrestleMania 28. Once in a lifetime. With Florida. It got old Miami, wasn't it? Miami. Yeah. And the Rock versus... Oh, go well, on, yeah. Rock Cena. Follow Tra- York again. Rock Cena. Rock Cena, or New Jersey, if you want to say. East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yeah. WrestleMania 30 was WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan defeating Triple H, uh, Randy Orton and Batista. Yeah, New Orleans. Event. That was in New Orleans, wasn't it? And Orleans. then 31. It, what was the main event? What, in 30 or 31? 31. 31 was uh, Rollins cashing. Uh, Les- Lesnar reigns. Les- it was night time. It was light time there as well. Um, 31. Where it was? Yeah. Uh, California. California, so that's San why it's Francisco San Bay. Francisco Bay. That's why it's like so. If that was the first one I didn't get. Then thirty-one, yeah, thirty-two, 32. Houston, Te- well, Texas. That was hundred thousand people. AT and T. That was Reigns and Triple H as the main event. It was because Triple H had won the Royal Rumble 
Yep. Which Jared had guessed. <laughs> Which Jared had cheated on. <laughs> yeah. Um, WrestleMania. 33. 33. Oh my God. These are ones we've watched on the podcast and I don't even remember are, them. Yes. Uh, 33 was, what the fuck? Was it Reigns Untaker main event then? Um, Cause he left his shit in the ring. Is that 33? Come on, James. It's the one that Mojo Rawley won the uh, it was Andre the Giant Memorial. Battle not Royal. Florida again, was it? Um, it was Orlando, Florida. Yeah, Florida. And the main event, uh, like I said, Undertaker Reigns, yeah? Yeah. Right, 20... What was he on? 34. 34. Fucking hell. Uh, New Orleans again. And Superdome, not Super the Silver Dome. Silver Dome. And 34's main event... Oh shit, we've watched this one. So last year's main event. Go on, who's been WrestleMania <laughs> Mr. Main Event recently? Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Yes. There we go. And the other main event match was, for extra points? 34. If Royal it was... Rumble winner. Nakamura, AJ Styles. And Charlotte beat Oscar. Cunt. Uh, WrestleMania 35. That was last year. Becky Lynch. Rousey, Flair. Flousey, Flair. And of course it was held... New Jersey. New Jersey again. And it was also the first WrestleMania since WrestleMania 2000 to not feature the dead man. Wow. So there we go. So we proved, Dan, your knowledge of WrestleMania. And my knowledge of using Wikipedia. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not great. But we got there in the end. Um, all right. So I thought that would be fun. I'm still not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when the fun times start happening. <laughs> I don't know me having a go at you go, come on, you need to get this now. You it's, know this, we've seen it. Yeah, we've we read hours of this. Uh, that was Guess the Mania Main Event. Let's see how, you, how did you do it at home. Let us know. Yes, and don't lie. Don't lie. Right, up next, Dan, it is what, well, it's your game. It's your game, man. It is now time for Elephant or F1. Yeah. It's basically a game that I make a noise with my mouth <laughs> and James has to guess whether it's either a sound of an elephant or the sound of an F1 car. Simple as that. So start a soft angle. <laughs> wow, that's, that's not a bad one. That's not bad. I'm going to go quick like you did in your one, but I'm going to go elephant. It is indeed elephant. <laughs> that's my guns. Thank you, it's a cocky. <laughs> Carl Anderson. <laughs> no, look, gallows. You still can't get it right. <laughs> Listen to the noise. <laughs> I'm going to say F1 car. Just because it sounds like it go around the tracks on a sunny day. It was an elephant. Alright, to save some face then. Last one. Right, okay. That did sound like a baby elephant. But, for me, I've heard that before on the F1 show. That's F1, and that's driven by a match for Schnappen. It was an elephant. <laughs> Unfortunately, James, due to the coronavirus pandemic, we could not get any Formula 1 cars to race, so we had to go to the local zoo and record some elephants. Why didn't you tell me that before? It would have been a lot Why did you easier. not ask? I'm sorry. Okay, so now we're going to talk about what happened last night. Uh, we have already recorded it and we'll be releasing it to you on Wednesday. Part one will be coming out Wednesday. Part two, two. will be coming out on Sunday. Um, we're going to play a clip uh, of the match that he was waiting to see for last night. Braun Strowman versus Goldberg. But before we get to that, what were your thoughts on WrestleMania last night, Dan? It was enjoyable for part of it. It was, you know, there was some very good matches. I think there was a few matches that were unnecessarily there, but on the whole, it was, you know, it was good. You know, to see it all get done rather quickly in WWE terms as well, it was nice. But we're gonna have to do it all over again tonight. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, some of the matches 
uh, kind of paid off. Some of the matches didn't. We saw a couple of moments that actually quite impressive as well. And uh, like we said, I mean, was it better than I thought it was going to be? Probably, probably be the best. Uh, but there was a couple of you know, a couple of good, great, uh, great matches, a couple of bad matches. But for the first time ever on the WNL podcast, we are going to play right now Goldberg versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Title. Yeah, so this is Braun Strowman versus Goldberg for the Universal Championship, a match that no one wanted that we are getting now. One good thing about this is the entrances. We don't have to wait 20 minutes for them to get to the ring. Nice and quick. Strowman's already been out here. Goldberg's out. We'll do predictions. It's me to go. I'm saying, and still Universal Champion, Goldberg. I don't think it's right for Braun to win the championship right now. Uh, I don't as well. I've gone for Goldberg. Um, You know, it's... As I've said before, it's going to be Goldberg holding it until a time is fit for him to go against Roman Reigns so then Roman can get the pop for beating the man who kind of beat the man that the fans were behind. Yeah, without a doubt. I think with Roman Reigns being out of it, it's it's horrible circumstance. Like we said, we wish him well. But with this, they've got to make a bad, best of a bad situation. Situation. Is this the right choice? I don't know. You know, with Goldberg here... I mean, you're a huge fan of Goldberg. Is it right for Goldberg to even be Universal Champion right now? And I know you're a big Goldberg fan. Um, aside from Brock Lesnar, who else could you have seen legitimately defeating Bray Wyatt? You know, the man who beat Kevin Owens in a few seconds, the man who obliterated Lesnar, you know, just like that. But that's Goldberg. I mean, is this the same Goldberg as it was back then? It's different. He's he's aged, doesn't he? He's uh, or do you still class him as the same kind of Goldberg? Um, you know, he's still got that intensity. He's still got that power. Again, you know, aside from the Rock returning, I think Goldberg is kind of like one of the next best things. Well, in your eyes, I mean, uh, many people will probably disagree, but that's what we're going to get now. And like we said, we've had the in-ring introductions. And uh, Charles Robson, yeah, exactly, Charles in charge. And so we're going to see how long this match actually lasts. Now we're going five but, minutes. Well, we'll see. Spear, 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 jack, fucking jackhammer. Yeah, you can jackhammer. I don't know if we'll be able to pick him up, but both guys staring at each other, and there's not that much height difference between Goldberg and Strowman, even though there's been no build up to this as well. Well, maybe that's what they're both saying. Hey, look, we didn't know we were going to be in this match. I was like, I was expecting Roman. <laughs> exactly. Irish ripped by Goldberg. Braun moves out of the way. Comes charging towards him. Strowman with Goldberg on his shoulder, but Goldberg with a backslide. Hits a spear as Strowman comes off the ropes. Eyes up for another spear. Spears Strowman out of his boots again, but Strowman is getting up as quickly as he's getting put down. Credit to Braun. But Goldberg keeps reloading with these spears into a cover. Two. Oh. No, Strowman managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Goldberg, I don't think, can believe how tough Strowman was. And it looks like Goldberg's going to go for another spear. I usually ask you what happens after the jackhammer, but it looks like there's going to be another spear now for Goldberg on Braun. Here he comes. Spear. We're, we're in Spear City now. <laughs> Suplex City's right down the road. And he signifies he's going to jack him up, James. Or can he put Braun Strowman away? He's managed to put a big shot away with this move. But no, Strowman, power slam. And Goldberg getting up very quickly from that. Do finishes not matter anymore? What's going on? Well, I think he's just putting over what beast these men are. You've got the monster among men. You've got Goldberg, who need I say any more. And a third power slam. But Goldberg isn't staying down. And Goldberg struggling to get to his feet. Well, three power slams. It's going to take a bit of, a, bit of it out of you. Now Goldberg in trouble. Up again. 
We're going to see the fourth running power slam. This one. One, two, three. And Goldberg has lost. <laughs> and new Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. I mean, what a moment, eh? We never what saw a, you world What a champion. moment to have in front of no fucking fans. Hey, we never wanted you as champion. We had no other choice but to give it to you now. I mean, what a fantastic. I mean, after no build-up as well. Goldberg, thank God he beat The Fiend to lose to Braun Strowman. I suppose, you know, you come into WrestleMania expecting shocks. That is a fucking shock. You know, a man who's kind of like a filler in this match. A man, as you said, has had no build-up into it whatsoever. There's no underlying storylines between these two. As far as I'm aware, they're both faces. You know, nothing going on between them. But, you know, sorry, Roman's ill, you know, obviously. Again, well, he's not ill, but he's kind of taking precautions, rightly so. So you're going to kind of fill in for him. We're not expecting you to win, but you are going to win. Yeah, and like I said, Braun Strowman does get the victory going. Does Goldberg even come back from this? You know, and if he does, so what? And like I said, Strowman now is champion. No one wanted him as champion. No one cares. In the same weekend that Drew McIntyre hoped he's going to climb the mountain, look at the difference in build-up. One of them's had won the Rumble and come all this, this journey to come to this place, and one of them had it changed on a Friday night before the Saturday won the title, saying, you're going to be in this match. It, it just shows you WWE sometimes can be so... Uh, I don't think WrestleMania has been too bad up until this point. But it's, again, matches like this that kind of, for me, don't make much sense. Well, but, do you, you think know. it's going to make even less sense if, you know, heaven forbid, McIntyre doesn't win? If McIntyre doesn't win, I quit. <laughs> Simple as that. Because, you know, kind of like, as you're saying, a match that has had zero build-up, nothing to it, you know, no no personal stuff to have Braun Strowman getting the victory over Goldberg and then to have kind of like a match, as you say, you know, McIntyre won the Rumble, but not only won the Rumble, he eliminated Brock Lesnar, you know, and he had him in his sights. He was eliminating people, had Lesnar in his sights still, and it's kind of been built up between these two guys to have it taken away from him just like that. Yeah, unbelievable stuff, Uh, but we will carry on. So that was WrestleMania Part 1, and of course you can listen to that on Wednesday, and like I say again, Part 2 will be out on Sunday. But Dan, is it time for a masturbate, do you reckon? You know I love masturbating with you, James. Well, there's no one better I enjoy with either, so we are going to masturbate. We've got three topics, and basically we're going to pick a side and argue to it, and one of us has to concede uh, to the winner, basically. Alright, so we'll start up first. This is it's kind of a, a good one, I feel. We can argue about it if we want, but just pick one guy to replace Roman Reigns in this match. Instead of Braun Strowman, because we've just listened to it, uh, who would be the best choice, bro, to be in this match, bro? Who are you thinking, Dan? Because <laughs> um, many people are saying Matt Riddle. I mean, I'm not going to lie, they're saying because he had a built-in feud already. Well, there is there is storyline in place for that. Um, you know, you could have kind of built in a storyline... Of someone attacking Roman Reigns from behind, taking him out, getting into this match. Um, and, you know, it could be a, I know who did that. But who would you have gone for then to replace? Right, I mean, who would be the best choice if you're going to have Goldberg to go, to go there? You know, I would have said, I would have gone um, have a, a triple threat elimination match with The Fiend and John Cena involved. 
So you still have the spectacle of Cena and Goldberg as well. You have Fiend eliminating Goldberg early on. Then you can still have the match with Cena in its entirety. And not really much will be changed from that. Triple H. Triple H. Why Triple H? Jet <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, random wrestlers. <laughs> they've got history. Um, and yeah, you know, they've got history from the Elimination Chamber. Was that 2003? Yeah, ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, they could say, look, I've still got beef with you for this. Um, or if you're going to pick a, a random wrestler, Ali B. Would that be the most entertaining option for you, personally? Yes. That, I, you know, so, I mean, that's the thing. I think my choice was better. I'm not going to lie to you. Bro. So No, I didn't say bro, did I? I, I told you who my choice would be. I, t- I, told, I just said that to you, my one guy to replace my Reigns, the one that would make more sense. It wouldn't be to replace him at all to be put him in a triple threat match. Oh, yeah, but then they've got their Firefly fun, fire Funhouse match. I don't give a fuck, a fuck, a fuck about Firefly fire, fire, Funhouse. The Fiend gets a victory over the Goldberg, which makes the fans happy again. Then he beats Cena, makes fans happy. Nah, Triple H. <laughs> no, it's not what you've got. Triple H, they've got history already built in. It's not Triple H, though, is it? John That's Cena not... and Goldberg have zero history. Goldberg has already beaten Bray they Wyatt. They put Goldberg in the match with Reigns to have that spectacle of the two men. Imagine the face-off between Goldberg and Cena as well. We've not had that yet. It would be a spectacle. If, if, it was, if you said John Cena, then yeah. No, because you'll take the Fiend get the victory over both men, then propels the Fiend forward. The Fiend versus Braun you could have had. Well, have a fatal four-way then. Fiend stro- Well, the Braun <laughs> doesn't deserve to be in there. We're replacing Braun. Yeah, I mean, The Fiend versus Braun Strowman as a kind of like a, a blowout from the Wyatt family. And then you could have had John Cena versus Goldberg. And you, would, you wouldn't have had the let's go Cena, Cena sucks chance. You're not going to have that anyway. No. You're not going to have anything like that. I feel him in a triple threat match is a better option than going against Triple H. I think Triple H with the history. <laughs> Put the title on Triple H. We can't argue. You're going to have to... always rely on trips. I am not picking Triple H. (laughs) Fuck Triple H. (laughs) Triple H does not deserve to be in this match. I'll let you have John Cena. John Cena and The Fiend (laughs) to replace him. Yeah. Uh, All right, that's quite an easy one then. All right, up next, should it have been cancelled, Dan? Are you yes or are you no? No, it shouldn't have been cancelled. Oh, my word. Why shouldn't it have been cancelled then? Because, as Stephanie said, they've taken every single protocol... They put it into place. I've been shopping in Asda's. I've been shopping in Sainsbury's. And, you know, they're still going to it. I know they're key workers, and you can't argue that. But the fact of the matter is, is like I've had, in Asda's, I've had people walking past two metres apart. Right? I don't know what they've got. I don't know that Asda's been cleaned with UV lights. You know, I'm still taking a risk going to Asda's. But these people, they've taken a risk. They've taken temperatures. They're doing everything imaginable to make sure and, you know, to assure the safety and well-being. If wrestlers aren't able to it and they have their own free choice to stay at home, i.e., you know, Roman Reigns, The Miz, you know, it's it's their choice. But, on you know, in with a skeleton crew, with less people there, you know, doing it the way it should be done, I think there's no problem with it. So, <laughs> everything that has happened. But, I mean... Uh, there's a couple of arguments. Well, first, just them doing it there instead of a stadium full of thousands of people takes away for the moment from everybody, doesn't it? That that would be fit. The fans in attendance and the rest is in the ring. But so, would it have taken away from the Boneyard match? No, but it wouldn't have a Boneyard match. It would just been a straight-up AJ Styles Undertaker match. 
It might not have been, though. It might have been a boneyard match. Even then again, if it would have been a boneyard match, it'd still been a fucking boneyard match, wouldn't it? So it wouldn't have mattered. So it would have been good. Yeah, exactly. But that's as irrelevant. So I would have improved it. No, but again, with any other match, it's like Drew McIntyre, when he wins the title tonight, hopefully, if he doesn't, I quit, uh, then this is the thing. Imagine all the fans. He's not going to get that moment now. It's taken away from him. Think about the safety. They're actually... This is another thing as well. It's not like they're social distancing. They've actually... You know, every other major sport, major, major sport, sport in the world has stopped, and yet WWE think it's okay to still be in contact. No, because football's still going in Belarus. Fuck Belarus! How many times? But WWE is meant to be setting a show for all these kids, and they go, "Well, hang on a minute, how can uh, John Cena and Fiend fight uh, when we're not allowed to touch my mate Timmy?" Yeah, but it's something for the kids to watch while we're stuck at home, while everything on the news is coronavirus, this pandemic, that the death toll rises by a thousand in a day here, there and everywhere. You know, it is, I know it's necessary, but it is doom and gloom on the telly. And as opposed to watching reruns of WrestleManias and events that people have already seen and taking out the fact that they'd already done it before the lockdown protocol was put in place. But they're still putting people at risk. And like I said, Roman Reigns is someone who's had to pull out of the show and they put them in there and, and they put the wrestlers at risk every time that they do it, even with the proper safety measures. But they would matter. have been put at risk and they would have said, well, in light of the WrestleMania main event going ahead, this wrestler has tested positive for coronavirus. Has that come out? Has anything te- like that they're happened? not testing for coronavirus. They're testing temperature. And, they, and coronavirus, well, they're, they're show, people are showing no symptoms. So how the fuck, if you're feeling fine, you're going to go to WWE, whatever it is, you're going to wrestle a match with someone, you don't realise you've got it, and then you pass it on to all that crew. Is that right responsible? Just because people want to have something to watch. What is wrong with WWE airing uh, a fucking classic package of WrestleMania matches during this time? Or, or, you know, or keeping it... Uh, and then bringing it back once everything else has started but up someone again. would have shown symptoms about, you know, of having coronavirus in the time since it's been recorded. And there has been no release saying, look, John Morrison has tested positive for coronavirus or John, Mo- John Morrison is showing symptoms of coronavirus. There's none of that. You know, no one has come out and said, yep, this person is showing symptoms. And it was before the lockdown protocol was put in place but we've not had a takeover we've not had a hall of fame and yet they're putting people at risk for wrestlemania this is the thing takeover uk has been cancelled but yet you know they seem to deem this necessary what are they going to do continue to have the events as well because there's no storyline to it and anything like this they could have saved the moment and said okay we're going to leave it for another day it's putting it's, it's putting people at risk and also the interest for this show is is as low as, as it's ever been for a WrestleMania, with people going, well, I'm not going to watch it because of what she's doing. The people have been told to stay at home, and yet they're, they're still having to kind of be put through this as well. It's kind of WWE saying they're essential when other people aren't as well. I understand them saying that they're essential when they're not. But then, you know, it is, as I said, you know, they, they would have taken every precaution possible. They would have showered, they would have washed after the event, they would have taken their clothes, either burnt them, or they would have kind of put them into, you know, into wash. And they say, you know, every night on the set, they're doing a UV light. You know, that is more intense than anything else you can get. And they're doing a proper clean down, probably cleaner than it's ever been in its lifetime. But it's a WrestleMania. It's not a WrestleMania. It's just a show at the Performance Centre now. The whole point of WrestleMania is to an event like, you know, the last... Uh, seven and a half hours, whatever it is, at the big stadium field with 80,000 people there to have all the matches in one place, not to split it over two nights and kind of, you know, do that kind of thing. 
the pomp and circumstance of fireworks and the displays and this kind of showmanship. It's not the same thing. They, they, they're, they're saying, oh, we have to carry on. But in actual fact, they, they, don't, they don't have to. And if they are going to take a break afterwards as well, then why do this? Well, is it a selfish point of trying to get people in to pay? So no one turns their nose up when Owen Hart dies in the ring. No one turns their nose up when Eddie Guerrero has a heart attack. No one turns their nose up when Jerry King Lawler has a heart attack, yeah? That is three serious mat- matters that happened, yeah? The show went on. Right? No one has died. No one has been ill. No one has had a heart attack. No one is convulsing. No one is at risk. No, well, they are at risk. Now, everybody Potential is at, risk. This is the thing. Everybody is at risk. This is the problem. It doesn't. You can't say it's one rule for them, one rule for another, because then it means that no, actual fact, this is where it's going wrong. Everybody needs to stay and and do exactly what it says. And WWE can't be floating it, you know. And if they're saying in America, oh, it's nothing could be for August, then it won't be for August. Then let's say they've got enough content not to put people. Uh, lives. The the worst thing about this is is not WWE continue WrestleMania. It's that the wrestlers are independent contractors, so there's a chance they might not even get paid if there's nothing for the next couple of months. You talk about that for for WWE. But then wrestlers have said they're going to donate money towards the WWE brothers and sisters getting their money. Yeah, so there's WWE aren't paying <laughs> staff, and and I think this is the thing. You got cough? Are you are you showing any? Is well, I was on? at WrestleMania, <laughs> so you know I am at risk. I think I think the show. If the show hadn't happened, I think more everybody would have been happier about it. I think there's only a small percentage of people that say like show. But if Vince McMahon is the only guy who said oh, I think it should go ahead, that tells you something about the the entire situation. Situation. But I'm Vince McMahon, James. But do you, I you say the show must go. Possibly ahead. think this show must. The show must. So not what go are you on. saying? Are you saying because we're not a necessity? We're doing a podcast. We're not, you know, an essential necessity. We're not key workers. We're still doing a podcast. Like You've say, made the issue to proceed with this. Exactly. And as we say, we will soon, we can only do this for a certain amount of time until it, you know. Until wrestling dries up. Until the until the thing happens where we can't go. To be fair, everybody needs to, like I said, shop, shop, and then continue it. I don't think WrestleMania needed to be on. I think more people are upset about it than are happy about the fact that it's on. It's taken away a lot of people. You imagine people that pay tickets, people who are diehard fucking Drew McIntyre fans who have bought tickets and they're going to see this moment and now they don't see the moment. The moment gets taken away from them. You imagine that. You imagine all these little kids on the go there just because WWE want to take the money. Oh, WWE want to take that money. It's WWE making a cash grab. That's what it is. They're doing this because no other sports there, and they want to make the money. Yeah, but as you said, there's the no other reason for it. There's no, there's no other reason for it. If They're doing it so we can watch it for our podcast. Okay, uh, right. If there was no WrestleMania, what would be the difference between WrestleMania happening and not happening? What would have been different? Well, it would have been postponed. That's it. Yeah, so, uh, and what harm would that have caused? What problem would that cause to anybody? Why would be well, if I WrestleMania had hadn't happened? I would have had to have stayed isolated with my missus, yeah. so I get to go out. If you no seriously, if WrestleMania hadn't happened, what would you have? If anything you would have missed or anything, like, there is nothing that would have made a difference, would there? If WrestleMania hadn't happened, you wouldn't have been. No one would have said, "Oh my God, that's disgusting," because everybody would have realised. That's the thing. If WrestleMania it wouldn't happen this weekend, it would have been. In- just because WrestleMania is on, you know, and that's what I'm saying. That's why WrestleMania shouldn't have gone ahead. I agree with you that the fact that it's a non-essential, but then they did have it filmed 
previously. So what they're going to do? What? Just scrap the footage that they've got? No, and they shouldn't have filmed it. In the, the rest, the, they should have stopped a couple. Of, they shouldn't even have stuff at the performance center. It, this is the thing with uh, wrestling. Should have just stopped. Other promotions around the world have stopped now. WAW trying to continue until they won't be able to anymore. It's just, it's not. So, who right. made the choice for AEW to continue still? I'm talking about WWE at this moment. I'm talking about WrestleMania as an event. A pay yeah, but you think AEW going to have another pay per view at this moment in time? Well, so, they're going to bring out one saying a fight against COVID 19 live on pay per view, Kenny Omega for the AEW Championship. Do you think they're going to do that? No, we WWE had are. an old man yelling at a drone, James. Yeah, I'm just saying, you've got an old man yelling at everybody else who's saying they should stop WrestleMania. So, what about that? Talk about a crazy old man. Okay, I agree with you. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, I know where I was going to go with now anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, that's quite good. But the question is as well, with the mass debate, will WWE take a break? Or should they or shouldn't they take a break? I think it's kind of based into the same question. Uh, will WWE take a break, Dan? Yes, and I think they won't, <clears throat> they won't opt into taking a break. They will be forced into taking a break. There is no other way of them to get round it you know there's they are not key workers they are not essential workers the world will still spin without them performing wrestling well, this is the, uh, instead of a masturbate let's try and uh, let's masturbate this one together then what is going to happen when WWE stop like when wrestling will wrestling be be stopped for a week or stop for a few months or you know what? what will happen then I mean what is it going to be like without professional wrestling then? The same as it is without professional football. The same as it is without other professional sports. You know, without Formula One, without anything going on. It's just going to hold off. And they're going to obviously, they're going to be debating whether, you know, what should happen in its place or what, you know, or how the protocols will be. With football, I think they're going to be um, having the games played over a shorter time period having less time off over the summer break and then return, resuming the season, depending on when this pandemic is lifted. Um, with WWE, they can happily pause it, give us highlight reels of things that have gone on in the past, keep it fresh in our memory, resume it at the next convenient point in time. Yeah, I, I think that's the perfect point. Don't panic, everybody, just because wrestling's not happening. That's why there's lots of stuff to watch, <laughs> either on the network or all these other places as well, you know, like Impact Plus, and keep keep Disney that going Plus. as well. Disney Plus. But this is the thing. But does it really matter though if you haven't got a job and you can't provide for your family at this moment in time as well? When does entertainment and sports and all this kind of stuff kind of fail away to just the bare essentials? And this is the question we're asking ourselves now to make sure you keep clean. And this is the problem. You know, at this moment, there might be companies that finish and stuff like this, but it's, it's trying to get through this at the jobs. This is what WWE, I think, uh, got to try and realise that, you know, they can still put on shows and have uh, promos and stuff like that to keep people happy if they want. But that's the kind of central thing now anyway. And if, if Trump is saying everybody in America has to wear masks, you imagine a smackdown with all the wrestlers Well, Rey Mysterio and... Well, Rey uh, Mysterio and... and <laughs> Rey Mysterio, Grand Metallic and... Lince Dorado! We'll all be fine. Yeah. Uh, right, so that is the thing then. So that was not bad. Right, we move on to a new thing called Twitter time. Uh, we have been very busy on Twitter. If uh, So we're both going to go on Twitter now and we're going to look through, I say, the, uh, the WNR feed and try and find some of the best ones uh, that was talked about. But the problem is because there were so many tweets, basically it's been quite difficult. So let me find the polls first and then uh, we'll move on to shout-outs. Well, we've got Polish people on. 
pauses and pauses, pausing results and stuff. I wonder if I look. People are shouting to me, look under media. I'm trying to, I'm trying to. Let's look under that. media. I think it's media polls would be counted, wouldn't they? Or am I wrong? I bet someone's shouting at me now. Go, no, no, no. Curly White. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is the thing. <coughs> right, one of the polls that we put out on there, we're trying to put polls in different media and tweets and stuff like this. Uh, one of them was, should WrestleMania be cancelled? Should WWE cancel the event for the safety of performers? We had, no, the show must go on, or hell yeah, why risk it? No, got 19%. And uh, hell yeah, why risk it? 81% of the people wanted uh, WrestleMania cancelled, basically. Uh, we also had, I'll tell you what we can do now, actually. One of the great responses we had in the tweet, we talked about the greatest WrestleMania matches. And uh, one of them, have you got anything on your Twitter you want to shout out quickly? Because I'm going to try and find that one. Um, like I say, if you go on Twitter, you'll find so many so many different conversations that we've had with people, either telling them about Impact Plus uh, and matches on there, telling them about the W Network Review, stuff that Vincent Dan... Uh, you know, he loves Otis and stuff like this as well. Um, you know, people's comments and everything like this. You know, we talk about being in the UK and having to stay up late. <coughs> so we like to tweet those stuff that we talk about. And one of the things that we tweeted was, with WrestleMania upcoming, what are the three greatest WrestleMania matches? The W and I have chosen WrestleMania 13, Brett versus Austin. And WrestleMania 25, Taker versus HBK. But what other match deserves to be in the top three? Now, of course, I said my personal favourite was WrestleMania 21, which, of course, was Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, well, my personal favourite is WrestleMania 9, Doink versus Crush. There was two damn crushes. <laughs> How is that even possible? You need to calm down. Uh, we had Jay, at uh, Old Elite Jay, saying Bret Hart versus Owen Hart at WrestleMania 10, which, of course, is a cracker match. Yes, uh, mini Chris Benoit said when he faced Triple H and HBK at WrestleMania 20. That's quite a good one. Cowboys 316 said Steamboat versus Savage at WrestleMania 3. Uh, yes, and we also posted the link to yeah, the SoundCloud. Yeah, if you want that. Um, the Rock versus Stone Cold at WrestleMania was Rana Pro Gamer's choice. Uh, Mike Connolly said HBK versus Chris Jericho at WrestleMania 19 for me is the greatest Mania match of all time. Adam Reeves says uh, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon at WrestleMania 10 in the ladder match, is theirs. Damara Smith says Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17. And then we posted a link to that as well. Savage versus Steamboat, Chris Flackett. Uh, Hazen uh, Big Tox. John Cena versus The Rock at WrestleMania 28. Mark Andre says Savage versus Steamboat as well. And then um, Frank J. Wilson said on Spectacle Alone, Hulk Andre and Austin Rock, Mania 17. So, Dan, which one are you going to plump for in all, in all that choices? Go on, I'll give you the choice. Um, I would have to say Rock Stone Cold at 17. It's, you know, it's one of my favourite WrestleManias anyway. It's a go-to WrestleMania for me. An absolute great match. Yeah. And like I said, if you go on Twitter as well, then we will share, like, and of course, uh, follow you as well if you want to do that. We've been posting uh, WrestleMania 1, and like I said, we will be doing tonight as well, live tweeting until uh, one of us falls asleep uh, at WrestleMania Night 2 as well. Uh, but lots of stuff. Twitter, it, have you been surprised with the response on Twitter since we've actually been on there, Dan? I have, yes. You know, it has taken off there and it is, you know, it is good to be interested in us, giving them chances to, you know, become Twitter 
follow-up of the week as well, which is a huge, huge honour. Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, speaking of a Twitter follower of the week, uh, we always do it. And last week, of course, uh, our pick... Can I just say, before we go on to this, yeah, Joey Ryan has just tweeted out his Mania Week. In 2017, WrestleMania Week, who was In 2018, wrestling Jerry Lawler, while dressed as Andy Kaufman. 2019, wrestling at the Joey Ryan Penis Party. And 2020, watching wrestling Bunny Marie for Space on the Couch. And that is his cat, for anyone that didn't know. I know you know. So, Joey Ryan. Yeah, he's still not fucking followed us yet, but hey, I'm not going to give up just yet. Uh, yeah, like I said, Trent Wade was our listener of the Twitter follower story of the week last week. Um, we have, we, like I said, we announced it as well. Uh, as we know, Trent Wade, as he I actually put it written it down as well. I went to look at my phone. I apologise. Of course, we are live at Wayboy Night Like One. As we know, Trent Wade, and he wants us to watch something very special. Yes, in the in the twenty fourth of August, nineteen ninety eight edition of Raw is War. Kane and Mankind were involved in a classic Hell in a Cell contest. It's Kane. So this is what we're going to try and do. If people want to watch, I mean, like I said, I don't mind where you're gonna what you're gonna throw at us. Like I said, if it's on the network or if it's not, then we will try and find it. And this one, yes, it might not have any WrestleMania kind of uh, what what's the right word? Tendencies connection to it. We're still going to enjoy it. <coughs> So here we go for Trent Wade. We're going to watch Kane in the cell. And uh, we're accustomed to the Attitude Era, Dan, aren't we? Because of the amount we watched. Um, we absolutely love the Attitude ago. Era. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can go and listen to all them if you want as well. WWE versus WCW that we had. Different WWE pay-per-views. Different uh, Nitros as well that we, we watched every week until WCW just got a little bit shit, didn't they? So. A big bit shit. <laughs> <coughs> and of course the WWE Network is playing up I mean a lot of people had uh, trouble with it last night so I mean you consider I'm, I'm surprised that the, the older stuff is still playing up especially considering the amount of fucking uh, like the internet connection here as well that I've got I mean I don't want to say I've got an awesome one but you know it's pretty good I can stream most stuff if you know what I'm saying uh, so we're going to try and go ahead with Mankind versus Kane. Oh, I think the uh, the network's actually just crashed as well. All right, Dan, why don't you tell us the story then? What have you been up to recently as we're talking about? I mean, been up to much? How's the girlfriend? Uh, right? Yeah, it's going well. Yeah. I've, I've mainly been doing the garden, as yes, a lot you, of people yeah. have. <laughs> is that what you call it's it? It's not a euphemism, <laughs> no. It is, uh, yeah, you know, I've been outside digging up tree stumps, mm. digging holes and... Taking souls. Take a bit like the Undertaker. Yeah, no, all the jobs that I've put off till I've got a bit of time, and she's like, well, you've got a lot of time on your hands now, so I might as well do all the work. I suppose. I mean, this thing, dusting. Dusting is quite a good thing to do at these times as well. Is that crop dusting? No, just dusting shelves and stuff like this as well. Is that what you've been up to? I've been dusting stuff, yeah. Have you been polishing your Drew McIntyre figure? My McIntyre figure is in perfect position as well, by the way. I just want to say... Uh, my CM Punk one is next to him, so at least because I don't want him to be by himself. You know, that's what I thought. I thought the last thing I want him to do is 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 to be by himself. So I gave him a little bit of company. I, I think things are better in twos, aren't they? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying with this whole thing. So I just hope everybody at home is just you know looking after themselves. 
and uh, you know, everything's all right. And this is the thing, at least time, you just got to be careful. You know, you've got to make sure not touching your face, washing your hands. Talking of CM Punk, he, he has actually revealed a list of wrestlers if it was to get back in the ring, he'd get back in the ring with. Yes, yes. And it was one of them was Will Ospreay, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And Will Ospreay said, why don't you go at New Japan? And he said, yeah, all right. No, he didn't really say all right. Uh, let's see if this is... Does it want to play or not, do you reckon? <coughs> but yeah, your cough's not great. I mean, you've got to be, be careful of that. Right? Smoke, smoke, well, whatever, mate. Just be careful, all right? That's what I hear, so... <laughs> you crack you back on that cracker, yeah? That's what I thought. It might be a little bit dangerous. <coughs> Another intro. We'll get there eventually. <clears throat> so you get anywhere nice on your holidays? Oh, no, we can't go on holidays. Uh, I'm going to the shed for my holidays. What you got in your shed? Um, light. Camera. <laughs> Have you got a light in there? No. No? That's a shame. I've been to the fridge so much that I'm starting to get a tab. No, that's true. You've got to be careful it doesn't run out. And the cat asked me if he wanted... If he wanted me to, if he wanted him to leave the radio one as he went out, little cunt. Oh, bless his little art. I don't know. You had a cat. I haven't now. I kept <laughs> little fucker. <laughs> what did you kill it for? Hungry, panic eating, <laughs> panic eating. You one of those hoarders? Um, we have got a lot of toilet roll. Oh, I tell you, I tell you another one of those hoarders. I'm going to try and make it work. It's one of those who kept his son in isolation. For 20 odd years after a horrible accident. And you know who that man was? It was Paul Bearer, wasn't it? With Kane. <laughs> I mean, that was the worst. Alright, so it's not going to play. So let's talk about Kane or Mankind. Who would you like better, Kane or Mankind, Dan? I like Mankind. Why do you like Mankind? Because he's a crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, but Kane's crazy as well, though. Not as crazy as Mankind. He's, but Kane's maniacal. I think Kane is kind of dominant. I mean, if you're going to pick between the two. I might have to say Mankind. But, I mean, some of their battles that they've had, I mean, of course, they've been tag team champions together. Both men have been uh, WF champions. Who do you think had the better career out of the two, Kane or Mankind? Kane. Kane had the better career? Yeah. Why? He's uh, he's had the longevity. I think he's had the more kind of predominant storylines. I know Mankind had a few himself. But I think Kane has, you know, with, with his WrestleMania record, Mankind hasn't really had anything to that. Predominant, you know, they've both been WWE champion. They both had tag titles. They both, you know, been mid card titles. But Kane, you know, isn't he? He was synonymous with the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Well, let's hope the network plays tonight. Otherwise, that won't work out really well. Uh, but we're still on Twitter. Who is our follower of this week, Dan? And like I said, we will watch Mankind Kane at some point. Our follower this week is Smith at Smith underscore Demaria. And that's D-M-A-R-E-A. And that is Demaria Smith. Yeah, Demaria Smith. So we will message you soon. And uh, we'll ask you what you want to watch. And then the network won't be able to play that as well. So that should be good. All right, so we've got to do now. We've got a couple of things left to do. We're going to run through the card. As we do each and every live show. Where we run through it. And give a, a important analysis on the entire event. And we start off down with the Raw Tag Team Championships. Yeah, that is Street Profits versus... <laughs> <laughs> Depends who shows up. Yeah, at the moment, it's Austin Theory from NXT and Angel, Angel, Angel Garza, as I will say, if I struggle with his name. Because, uh, of course, um, Andrade is out with the injury. And they've just 
chucked to a fucking NXT guy in it. What are your thoughts? Um, again, I think it's just it's a setup for the Street Profits to get a victory, a convincing victory over a team of two blokes who've just been stuck together. Personally, this is Bobby Lashley in depth analysis. In depth analysis. Um, well, I think Ali B kind of needs. You know, he is on the heat. He is on a hot run. You know, he is someone that the WWE are backing quite a bit. Um, and, you know, to not have Black go over Lashley, it will be a travesty. I think Lashley needs to win. I think Lashley wins, and then I want to see Lashley Strowman for the Universal. SmackDown Women's Fatal 5-Way. was a Fatal 6-Way. Dana Brooke couldn't make it. Uh, fatal 5-Way. Uh, name me all five women now. You get bonus points. Um, <laughs> Sasha Banks. Bailey. Um, would there be uh, someone like Sonya Deville in there? No. <sighs> um, no. Tamina. Tamina. Natalia. No. Um, Carmella. Numph. Numph is in there. Is yeah. she in there? Yeah. <laughs> How did you guess that? Yeah. Numph. Uh, and uh, Caleb Braxton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not many people know. What are your thoughts? In-depth analysis on the women's SmackDown match. Uh, I don't see why you don't have Bailey versus Banks. It'd be an all-time classic, show stealer, barn burner. You want me to sing Sasha Banks' theme tune in Go the Scottish I'm fine, by the way. All right, now we're going to get serious, Dan. Edge versus Orton. In-depth analysis. Edge versus Orton. Well, you know, it was during the Royal Rumble where Edge made his spectacular return to wrestling competition. You know, it seemed like there was going to be an rated RKO reunion on the books. I was all down for that. You was all down for that. But it kind of went the wayside. Edge eliminated Orton from the Royal Rumble. Absolutely decepting and stabbing his good long-term friend in the back. So Randy Orton responded by rightly RKOing Edge <laughs> and his wife. Why is he rightfully RKOing Beth? Because you don't fuck your friend over by throwing him out of the Royal Rumble. You team up with him. Last two competitors. Everyone in the Royal Rumble knows that. Me and you, get rid of these. We fight it out mano y mano if you want to do it like that. But he didn't. He stabbed him in the back. Fucked him over. Deservedly so. And you, know, you don't fuck with Orton. Well, I suppose so. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what Edge... I mean, again, Edge making his first first Wrestlemania appearance since 27 in a match. It's going to be sad that there's no fans there, isn't there, to cheer and to welcome him back. Yeah. You know, that is one... You know, him at the top of the ramp, fireworks going up. Yeah. Absolutely spectacular. Spectacle, but it won't be as it should be. No. Sometimes things aren't meant to be that way. Uh, Otis versus Dolph... This has been a great build-up between the two of these guys, I tell you that. Otis has been fascinated with Manly Rose. When it first started, everybody was like, oh, it's just a thing. And then all of a sudden, it became part of the storyline with him. He actually might have a chance with this, you know. Like, Dan can relate. Like, you know, he's the kind of beast and I'm the beauty. And he might actually have a chance with me, you know. And this is the thing. 
and then realising that no, after some bastards like Dolph Ziggler getting involved, and with fucking Sonia Deville actually being a bitch about it, you know, she is not happy, and there's someone else pulling the strings apparently, and Otis is a uh, damn out of luck, and I think the desire, as I've said before, that he is showing has been incredible, and the fans will get behind him. I think it's, much, it's a shame, again, this moment's a shame, couldn't be in front of fans. He could be as big as Miss Elizabeth for Macho Man at Mania 7. I've, honestly, imagine the pop when Mandy Rose kissed Otis and everybody's going, Otis finally. lifts Mandy Rose yeah, on his shoulder. Hell. That's money, man. That's money. Well, Flair versus Ripley. Charlotte Flair, she won the Women's Raw Rumble. Instead of going for the Raw Smackdown Women's, uh, the Raw Smackdown Women's Championships, you know, going against Bailey or uh, Becky Lynch in matches that we've seen a million times, we're probably going to see a million times again. She thought, no, I'll think outside the box. I'm going to go for the title that actually means more to me than them two, the NXT Women's Championship. Who holds that and who stands in her way? Rhea Ripley. Should Bianca Belair be added to this match or should she have been? Would it have made the match any better? I do not know. But Flair had a very good match against Bianca Belair on NXT. And, you know, Flair versus Ripley, it's a match... I probably didn't know I wanted to see, but I want to see it. Yeah, well, Ripley's been on a tear. You know, NXT UK Women's Champion moved over to NXT and there's a file it under her. Her weekend at Survivor Series is unlike any that we've we've seen, really. Being on the winning war game side and being the, the one of the sole survivors. It's been incredible. And she continued that kind of run of luck, beating Baser for the NXT title. And now I'm going to fight Charlotte. And it's a perfect story. She's been on a roll. She has, but now she's going against the best, if not the very best, in the women's division. A woman who thinks she can step down into NXT and quite rightly take the championship back because no one else is in her league. And Ripley's goal tonight is to prove that not only is she in her league, but she can beat Charlotte. Unlike Oscar did when she came up WrestleMania. Unlike Baszler did when she came up against Lynch. Ripley can show that, no, NXT belongs at the table and they can, it's a it's a great story. It's just a shame they couldn't develop the build a little more. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. All right, so then we move on to the last matchup. We talk about build up and a man who deserves it more than anybody else. What a performance he had at the Royal Rumble, where Brock Lesnar, to his credit, what a performance he had at the Royal Rumble. And Brock Lesnar, I think we're hearing now, seems to be a great dude, and he seems to deserve a little bit more praise than we actually should. Would we be praising Brock Lesnar a little bit more? Does he love more wrestling? Is it just a great gimmick? We talk about fucking um, MJF, you know, the gimmick of constant and how great he is. Maybe Lesnar is playing that gimmick all the time and actually duping fans because he's actually quite a cool dude who wants the wrestling business to succeed. You never know. Um, this match, you know, I certainly am looking forward to it. If things are going away, a lot of people I've spoken to about it are going, it's going to be a very happy change. But, you know, with all the other title changes that have gone on, it could be the flip side, you know. It could be Lesnar saying, look, I'm the best in the business. I want to go against the best in the business. You won at Royal Rumble. You took me out of the Rumble match itself. You know, you deserve that place among anyone else in this game. So that's why you're going against me. I'm going to give you my best. I'm going to take you to Suplex City. Yeah, I mean, even the, what BT Sport did when they filmed the advert with Drew McIntyre, is, you know, brought a tear to my eye with his dad. saying, you can do it. What are you waiting for? That was a lie. What you? He said, I'm here to slay a beast. Get ready. What are you waiting for? And then they're beating all these guys, climbing up the mountain. You go, Lesnar. I mean, seriously, guys. Wow. Like, that was incredible. 
It's just, I think to myself, it's a shame I won't be there in person to watch McIntyre becoming world champion for the first time. It, it looks like no one will. That is a massive shame for Drew. My only hope for him that he becomes a multiple-time champion and we can have many more of these moments instead of being the moment that happens. I think if the difference between Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre, if we're looking at things, Braun last night was put into that moment and had it. I don't think he's going to get that chance again once he loses. I think with McIntyre, I think he's his chance now. Would you agree with the victory over Lesnar would cement himself as a true main eventer and not like a Kofi Kingston is dropping back down, but actually will be able to stay up echelons uh, in WWE. Yeah, I think uh, certainly if anyone has it to be able to stay up there, it is the former chosen one, the former Free MB member, Drew McIntyre. I mean, you know, he does have what it takes, certainly. You know, since his return, he hasn't been billed as someone that's easily beatable this week. That you know, you can just walk over. He is someone that, you know, if he's in a tag team, he ain't getting pinned. If he's in a multi-man match, he ain't the one getting the loss, you know, if he doesn't win it himself. Well, the thing I like about McIntyre, more than anything, is the fact is that he lost to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania last year. And a lot like Bray Wyatt lost to a John Cena, or Bruce never even lost to a John Cena, he could have bitched and moaned about it and said, oh, he deserved a better position. But ever since he's come back, he's kind of put his head down and got on with it. And even with the bad booking and being used as a showman man lackey, he's come through and they've given him this moment. And he has, since the Rumble, taken it on with both hands. You know, the Rumble victory and everything he's done since then with the promos and the, even the matches and the moments, his screamed star. Let's hope now that McIntyre can actually stay at this level for a kind of very long time. And it seems Lesnar and let's, let's fucking have a great match tonight. We do not say that about anything else. Let's McIntyre Lesnar just go for it. Because Lesnar obviously respects and McIntyre's a fucking awesome worker as well. Let's just see something, even if it is for 10 minutes or whatever it is. These two guys just going at it. Is If WrestleMania is going to be if put on, then these two guys need to kind of, you know, really show that's what it's all about. What are your thoughts on McIntyre becoming a champion if he does? Is it make you sick that he's, he's my friend and I met him and we got Rangers, I've got Rangers top side by him and he loves me? I've met him as well, James. Yeah, but did it annoy you that I picked him out years ago? It doesn't annoy me. I mean, you know, it's fair play to McIntyre. It's fuck all about you, James. I don't see why you are making it all about yourself. Well, I tell you, he's matching Randy Orton this year. Becoming... Well, so he's won two Raw Rumbles. He's won... Yeah. How many, like... He, how many, main 12, ev- how many WrestleMania main events has Randy Orton main evented? How many WrestleMania? But how many main events he's had won? McIntyre this year has won as well. Let's hope, like we said... It can continue. It's a great thing for British wrestling. It will bring a lot more eyes on the prize, especially with BT Sport in the UK. Yes, it's going to be the end of the world soon, but McIntyre as champion will be great. Let's hope he's the longest reigning champion in the history of the world. That's what I say. And if he loses, I quit and the podcast is over. Dan, what are your thoughts? What do you hope? What's your hopes and expectations for I tonight? I hope there's no wins. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you hope for tonight? Um, I just hope there is... You know, there are a few good matches. I think the Cena Fiend, Black Lashley, Edge Orton, Otis Dolph, Flair Ripley and McIntyre Lesnar are going to be good matches. I don't have high hopes for the SmackDown Women's Fatal Five. Well, I think there's too many people involved in that match to make it very good. The Raw Tag Team, again, it's just a couple of blokes pitted together to go against the Tag Team Champs. I don't think that's kind of like the right way to go at it as well. Both the Tag Team matches have kind of, you know, they're going to be underwhelming 
but anything by the triple threat ladder match, it'd be very enjoyable. Well, let's hope they do what they did last night, so we can get rid of the shit kickoff match. We have Black Lashley. Um, do you know what? I'm looking at that card, and I'm thinking it doesn't look too bad. Black Lashley, Raw Tag Team match, and then afterwards, I tell you what, if you have seen a fiend, Otis Dolph... Uh, Edgel and Flair Ripley, McIntyre, Lesnar. I think that is quite a good five-match card. You talk about a takeover, I think that makes perfect sense. All right, so we move on. And our next episode is, like I've said a million times, Wednesday, WrestleMania Part 1, Sunday, WrestleMania Part 2. Two. And, of course, we won't be riffing on that one. We're only doing it because it's live. And now the schedule, like I said, we know what's happening April 8th and April 11th. Hopefully April 18th, NXT UK update. Uh, April 25th, NXT update. Yeah, and then May 3rd, the 5th anniversary show. Trip down memory lane. Dan, are you looking forward to that? Where we watch old Red Pro events and you work out who we've seen? I am, yes. We have seen a lot, a lot of different wrestlers. Yeah. you got to calm down a little bit. All right, after that, who knows, all right? We just don't know. This could be the last time me and Dan are, you know, doing this podcast and if we are, then a big thank you to every listener, subscriber, follower, tweeter, emailer, everything on this five-year journey. It's been incredible. And yeah, we're probably going to have to have some downtime at some point. But the WNR will return. This is not the end. Like I said, it's not the end because we've got part one and part two coming up this week. Uh, Dan, is there anything you want to say to the listeners? Um, no, you know, I'll just... No, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, you know, make sure everyone stays safe. And the longer everyone follows these protocols, the quicker we should be out of this, you know, lockdown pandemic. And, you know, if you do have to go to work, stay safe, you know. And if you're a key worker, someone that necessarily needs to go to work, then, you know, a huge thank you to you for keeping this world turning. Um, And, yeah, you know, just don't be a dickhead. Exactly. People on the front line, NHS and everything like that, you're the real heroes. You know, everything else is, you could just, we've seen that now with the entertainment and everything like that. It's what really keeps the country running. Uh, so thank you for everybody, especially over the Dublin podcast. We really do appreciate it. And that is it. I have been James Rowley. Don't forget you follow us on Twitter at WWE Network View. Or at Vince McDan, WWE. I'm at John Score Rowley. Of all Google platforms. Send us an email to Podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Instagram with WNR Podcast. We're on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. You can come and find our page and give us a like with a WNR Podcast. And you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, the WNR Podcast. We'll let clips in their podcast at the same time. Uh, there are places like SoundCloud. On your phone. We're on Spreaker Radio. We've got live shows, Stitch Radio, and iTunes. You can download, subscribe, rate, and review there. But that is it. Like I said, everybody enjoy WrestleMania Part 2. Two. And, of course, uh, we'll... Be live tweeting the event as well. So tell us what you thought of the show. If it's bad, don't because you might hurt our feelings. But apart from that, enjoy WrestleMania, everybody. I have been Jay's Rollins, as always, always joined by Damn Mike. Thanks for listening, Eddie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>